It's time for the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker, author of two best-selling books, and the president of three financial companies. He's also a frequent guest on national media outlets such as CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. This is the Wealth and Health Show. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And each week, obviously, you hear us interviewing a variety of different guests and sharing thoughts and insight to help you really live well in any economy and in life. And typically, we're hearing from different high-level performers, entrepreneurs, those who have mastered their craft, C-level executives, leaders in the coaching field, as well as really a lot of different doctors and holistic experts from around the world. And today, we're interviewing Linda Butler. She really has a degree in naturopathic medicine and also nutrition, and she is the owner of the Blend Bistro, as well as VibrantBodyHealth.com. We're also joined by my wife, Samantha, but we're talking about this segment, this show. You're going to want to stick with us the whole show, because we're going to talk about the idea of eating healthy and the value that that has to the body. So, Linda, let me just start with welcome you into the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited to be here and share some really great vital information with people about health and wellness. Great, great. And Sammy, again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and if you didn't know, a little self-serving here, Sammy is my wife, Samantha. She's really been an advocate, really, of healthy eating and just kind of health, natural type things for years. And so she is the one that made the connection with uh, Linda, and we're really excited to have her on because, you know, folks, we hear a lot in this country and really even in the world about the idea of eating healthy and, you know, why we should eat healthy and the benefits of it. And of course, we're kind of a, you know, a lazy society if I think we look at ourselves honestly. In fact, one of the statistics I was reading here the other day I thought was quite interesting, uh, Linda and Sam, is Americans are now spending over $190 billion every year. 190 billion every year on fast food. And there's over, yeah, 200,000 fast food restaurants in the United States. Again, the goal here is not to bash fast food restaurants, but the idea of life has gotten busy and the importance of living healthy has kind of left us, even though as Americans, as a culture, we spend, you know, millions and millions, billions, if not really trillions of dollars every year on health related things. And yet we end up being less healthy. I know, Linda, another statistic I saw that is if we continue the same course that we're on now as a country, by the year 2030, 50% of Americans will be obese. I'm going to say it's already probably there by now. Isn't that amazing? Especially in certain locations of the country, too. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit. I know, obviously, degree in naturopathic medicine and degree in nutrition and kind of, you know, the goal for you to kind of be healthy and share your thoughts and consult people to be healthy. What kind of led you into the industry that you're in now and doing what you do? When I was about 19 years old, I did not feel well, and I went to an urgent care, and the doctor was obviously a Western medicine doctor, which is what most people are familiar with, but he was also in something that people don't always like to talk about, but more Eastern medicine, more mm. holistic, because that's what it is. Uh, Western medicine is conventional medicine, conventional thinking. Eastern medicine is more holistic, where you look at someone has a headache and you're not just thinking, okay, they need an aspirin and that's going to take care of it. Many, many times a person having a headache, it could be an emotional response to something. Hmm. So it's so more assessing the cause rather than the symptoms. Exactly. Exactly. So when I went to see this guy and I said, I do not feel well pretty much every single day, hmm. what could it possibly be? And so, you know, he talked about my symptoms. I said, my stomach feels bloated. I'm just exhausted. I just, I don't think I looked very well. 
And so he started looking at the whites of my eye, which is the sclera. Mm. He started looking at my tongue. He started looking at, you know, just my overall skin and everything. He looked at everything. He looked at the physical, the emotional, probably even the spiritual. Like, mm. where are you going, young lady, in your, <laughs> on your path in to, life, in to general. life? Exactly. Yeah. And I think what he saw was pretty scary. And after about 20 minutes of assessing all this, he said, you know, he asked me, he's like, what are you eating? You know, what are you drinking? Mm. You know, what are you doing in life right now? What's going on? And, you know, you're, I was in track and field and I was in a lot of different sports. And, and, you know, he says, well, what you're doing is obviously not working for you. So you're going to have to change your course, change your path. Otherwise, you're not going to be around for long. Mm. And that was a frightening statement to me because first of all, I was 19 and it made me think, what am I doing? Or like, what could I be doing? And he said, you need to change the way you're eating. And What was your diet consisting of at the time? Yeah, I'm going to say it was mainly those dead foods. It was fast food, but it's, it's really, it is fast food, but it's dead food. Mm. That's the big deal. Mm. And I didn't understand that then. I completely understand and I teach people what the difference between live food and dead food is. Mm. It's a very, very big difference. It's life-changing. So give our give our listeners a little bit of because you know the first time they're hearing this and they're thinking the idea of live food and dead food. And by the way, at any point in time, folks, if you want to join the conversation of some experiences you've had with your health, maybe you you know it was off track, got back on, or whatever it may be, send us a tweet. If you're on Twitter, send us a tweet out to at Lean on the Wall again at Lean on the Wall and help our listeners, Linda, understand the idea of what does that mean. You know, we're not necessarily naming names you know, for restaurants and things, but it's important that people know this because, you know, this is something that you're really proficient in, but a lot of people, it might be the first time they've heard of the idea of live and dead food. So what does that actually mean to, in layman's terms? So if you think about a carrot being pulled out of the ground and if you would actually brush off the dirt and eat that carrot, you're eating live enzymes, you're eating mm -hmm. something that is alive in nutrition and wellness and health. Once you boil, steam, microwave that carrot, now it's a different component on a cellular level. It's now the enzymes, the live enzymes, which are contained in there are severely compromised. One of my favorite things to look at is Carillion photography, which shows the life or the, I don't want to say the death, but maybe it is. It's a little bit of death of produce. Mm. And you could just Google Carillion photography and it's just- How is that spelled with a C? It's K. Okay, okay yes. Spell K that for us. It's K-I-R-I-L-I-A-N. Okay. Carillion photography. Huh. And so it'll show the life, it'll show the glowing of that piece of produce, of that live enzyme, the nutrients. And as foods are cooked, you see that that glow diminishes or it's completely gone. Mm. So in something like a fast food, there is zero. There's no glow. <laughs> there's no glow. The glow is gone. Yeah. So and there's no afterglow. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. So people can tell you, oh, there's health in this conventionally grown apple. Mm. But in truth, it's very little or maybe it's not even existing. Conventionally grown GMO as opposed to organic. Right, exactly. So, you know, when you have something that's organic, then you're looking at, you know, food that the body can easily break down. The liver doesn't have to do a lot of work to, you know, assimilate mm. into the body for you to absorb the nutrients. Well, I know, and you had mentioned the idea that, which is kind of, I think, an interesting quote, says, when the body possesses energy, healing and repair happen quickly. And right. so obviously coming from those live enzymes, right, we're in a place where we're giving the body and 
the nutrition and the nutrients that it needs essentially to allow it to do what it does best, right? Which is heal and repair. Absolutely. So maybe just start thinking as fast food is basically tasty cardboard. It's not fulfilling any need that your body requires from that. Absolutely. And what's also very interesting is the tongue is this, it's like a ballroom of taste buds. And if the ballroom is, if everything is dancing in there, then you're feeling your optimal best. Mm. You know, mm. dead enzymes, it actually deadens those taste buds. And so, so they have to use MSG to make it taste better. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and you become used to that. I notice mm. when my clients would start incorporating juices and smoothies and stuff like that, someone would say, this doesn't taste good. Mm. But people that have been doing this for a while, they're like, this tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. And you notice the difference right away. I, I notice the people that are the most sick are the people that maybe some of these truly clean ingredients that would taste good to, you know, maybe the norm of healthy people, uh, they don't taste very good and the taste buds have to evolve. The taste buds have to come back to life. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. And I don't, I know a lot of people will drink soda or pop or whatever you call it, depending on where you live in the country. And that's just something that I've never really gravitated towards. And I'm thankful, you know, I used to, when I was in college, I drank Mountain Dew a little bit, but you know, it's been a long time since I've really drank that. I mean, I'm just, I'd rather have water, you know, and it's not necessarily because there's anything good or bad for say, obviously we know soda is not the best for your body. You know, what's interesting I thought was this fact, you know, Linda, you were 19, you had some health issues that caused you to kind of reshape, rethink, revisit how you're living your life, right? Which really led you into what you're doing now. But, you know, I think what's interesting is a lot of times, you know, folks when they're younger, 17, 18, 19, 20, early 20s, you know, the body is so resilient that a lot of these people are going 100 miles an hour. 100 miles an hour. Yeah. No sleep. No sleep. They're living right. unhealthy. They're, they're eating unhealthy. And it's not necessarily tremendously affecting them, so to speak. Now, it is affecting them long term, but you had the opportunity, I think it's kind of a rare situation, that you experienced feelings that caused you to change your path. Is it something where, you know, if somebody is in a place where they've eaten unhealthy for quite some time and now they change? Is it going to be a hard dynamic to make that change? What have you seen with folks over the years? I've seen two schools of thought. When people totally embrace, when they, you know, not, it doesn't even have to be 100%, but I would say, you know, 80 to 90% embrace more of a live, live enzyme lifestyle of, Mm. of food as far as food goes. You know, if they're incorporating, you know, more quality water I wrote a booklet called The Seven Steps to Vibrant Body Health, and mm-hmm. maybe we're going to talk about that in a little yeah. bit. I would love to talk about it because it's so easy if you can consider these seven steps in a day. So there are people that had dis-ease that I was working with as clients. I mean, they'd come to me and they'd say, this is my dis-ease. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what the name is, if it's cancer, diabetes, lupus, MS, Parkinson's, mm-hmm. stroke. A lot of immune deficiency. It's all the same. It really is all the same. It's all Mm -hmm. acidic conditions of the body and the body Mm -hmm. is yelling out. And if it could have a voice other Mm -hmm. than your own Mm -hmm. human voice, it would say, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? If you want to feel well, you're not doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the body wants to be well, like I said, the body intuitively knows what it needs to do. Yeah. And you know, to be healthy, it's whether we're giving it the right ingredients. Mm -hmm. And to sum up the live enzyme ideal, it's raw fruits and vegetables raw grains, raw nuts, right. and, and uncooked, unprocessed, unpasteurized. And that's what's getting those enzymes into your body to give you the energy and healing. Exactly. One of the most frightening things I see, because at our restaurant, we sell fresh pressed juices and they are pressed them in our juicer and we pour the glass and we hand it to the person, which is very unlike a lot of places out there that say, 
oh, it's a fresh pressed juice, but it really isn't. It's been sitting on the shelf for two weeks. Well, mm -hmm. let's be real. There has to be some kind of pasteurization or mm -hmm. preservative process in order for those enzymes to stay intact. To allow it, right. When you cut an apple in half, you know, begins to turn brown. Mm -hmm. The enzymes are at action being consumed. Within 15 minutes, right? Ex yeah. Exactly. So there has to be something to stop that. That's just a fact. Mm. So something has to prohibit that. And I think a lot of things that the FDA is approving right now, I don't even think they understand the full long-term effects. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, another thought that you share I thought was good is you don't know how bad you feel until you feel good. And so one of the things we're going to talk about next segment, folks, is the idea of organics. We're going to dive into a little bit more of GMOs. You know, organic's been a buzz term today. You know, you should eat organic. This is organic. That's organic. And, you know, you wonder, is me paying two to three times for something that's organic versus something that's not? Is it really worth the money? And what is the value? What is not the value? So we're going to discuss that. We're also going to discuss the idea of poor health food choices and some other things. You're not going to want to miss it. Hang around. We'll be right back right after this. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're joined today, as I mentioned, with Linda Butler. She is a degree in naturopathic medicine and nutrition, as well as the owner of Blend Bistro, really a health juice and food bar. VibrantBodyHealth.com is where you can find her, VibrantBodyHealth.com. And we're also joined live in studio with my wife, Samantha. She's just quite an advocate for healthy living, healthy eating, and all that. And we talked last segment about a variety of things, but we wanted to jump this segment into the idea of organics, the idea of GMOs a little bit deeper, poor health food choices. You know, you hear so many buzzwords out there today, and uh, we were talking kind of off air a little bit about going vegan and what that means, what it looks like. And of course, that's kind of been a buzz topic. And, you know, you, you hear people talking about kind of lose the weight, lo lose the hips or belt or whatever it's called. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the, I don't know what the slogan is, but you know, you lose some of this, the wheat, you lose the weight. There it is. Lose the wheat, lose the weight. I got it. I knew it was in there somewhere. And uh, so, you know, you hear all these little catchphrases, all these little buzz words and all these new diets and this and that and whatever. And, you know, eating healthy has been around for a long time. I mean, we were created in a way that the ground and the produce that's natural is going to give our bodies everything that we really need. Would you agree with that, Linda? I would. And if you look at how our grandparents or great grandparents lived, they lived, they were farmers. Most mm. of them were farmers. They lived off of the land. So I promise you in the middle of the winter, they weren't picking strawberries out of the snow, right? <laughs> right. They were looking at what is in front of us and mm. what can we make for a meal out of this for the next, you know, one month, two months, three months. Mm -hmm. And that's all they would eat. And then at the end of that season, they're done with that. They are so done with whatever that food is. Maybe it's squash or like can't look at another squash in the face for another year, right? Because mm. that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's how our restaurant, that's the philosophy of our restaurant is eating within the season. Mm. It's a very, very big deal. So, you know, when people have allergies, that's the first thing I say is, let me look at what, what do you eat on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. What do you eat every single day of your life? Mm -hmm. Those are probably the things. It's so much less about, you know, gluten-free or, oh, I'm gluten intolerant. 
it's probably, you know, if you're eating a sandwich every single day, of course it's going to make you unhealthy. Yeah. It's not even so much the bread as it is what nutrients are you actually feeding your body? And how is your digestive system working? Mm. There's a lot of things to look at when you're looking at health and wellness. Putting a lot of paste in there to stick to the walls, uh, right? I, yeah, I call, that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind it. of um, yeah. the rudimentary recipe to make glue is it, flour and water exactly. so when that gets mm. into your intestine yeah. boy think happens? about think about that folks if you and i love bread i i don't you know it's I, I much really, better than when we better, were first yeah. married before it was white bread every meal lots of butter like cream uh, cheese yeah, so yeah i love i used to yeah you know i this is probably not a good thing but you know linda i used to eat butter sticks when i was Ooh, a like kid, bananas yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think i remember one time i, I was eating a half of a butter stick Whoa, whoa, whoa. How, he, I got in trouble. He was four years old. Yeah. I, I time. This was a reason. My brain reason. won't even wrap around <laughs> She just fried her head. Yeah, That's yeah, scary. Yeah, exactly. Bad news. Don't, don't, do, don't eat butter sticks, folks. Try not if to you're do out that. there, yeah, do not eat butter sticks. <laughs> Trying to quit. If, yes, and if, if you have eaten a butter stick, let us know about that. <laughs> send us join, a, yeah, join, join the, the conversation. Group. Yeah, yeah. Send us a tweet to at lean on the wall group. and uh, yeah. at lean on the wall and let us know how many butter sticks you ate and, and what's your favorite. Land of Lakes just yeah. so I was ButterSticksAnonymous. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, but all that to be said, so the idea of GMOs, we talked about that a little bit last segment, and you're talking about eating within the season. So help our listeners understand a little bit, Linda, you know, all these buzzwords out there, as you mentioned, and, you know, why it's important to really evaluate each one and not just kind of join the bandwagon for each. So as far as, you know, eating within the season goes, if you think about what kind of foods we eat, for example, in the fall and the winter, we're going to eat heavier, heartier foods. Mm. You know, you know, I, we are not carnivores. I know people don't like to hear that. It's a huge, heavy, debated topic of conversation. But if you look at our nails, our teeth, how our eyes are facing forward, not sidewards, you know, how our nail, we don't have razor sharp nails. We're bipeds. We're not running 80 miles an hour on our, on our feet. You know, you just look at our digestive system. You look at our colons. It doesn't mean that we can't eat meat, though. It just means that it should not be our daily food of choice. Mm. We are more, you know, herbivores. You know, we're more like a gorilla, the way a gorilla would eat. Gorillas tend to eat in times of famine. They will eat meat if there's nothing else for them to forage. We don't have to be, you know, foraging our meat, fortunately. I'm actually a plant-based eater, mm. which is another, it's an interesting topic of conversation. When people say I'm a vegan, a lot of times that brings up some pretty negative connotations. Yeah. People think about a fur marcher. Somebody goes out and does fur marches. Mm -hmm. You know, they're anti-circus. They're all this. And that is part of that. Saying you're a plant-based eater, it doesn't mean you're excluding anything. It's, you know, life is about a balance. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to eat a butter stick. So plant-based, <laughs> not plant only. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, you know, mm. everything is in moderation. It's about a balance. And if people can keep that in mind, it's not about taking out these really bad things. That's something mm -hmm. else that I promote to my clients on a daily basis. Remember that it's not about taking out the bad, it's adding the good. Because mm -hmm. when your body is getting what it needs, then it's not going to be, you know, foraging for the other foods that it doesn't need. For example, when somebody is craving sugar, their protein is off mm -hmm. without a doubt. And so then you, really? have, to, yeah, you have to look at well, what is the person eating mm -hmm. that's a quality protein. I'm not talking about, you know, a hamburger. I'm just talking about a quality protein and is the person digesting it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's some really important questions. When somebody understands that, then it's very easy healthy lifestyle and living is simplified. It's, mm. it is so simple. It's just, it's like one plus one once you understand the basics. Well, you talked before about the idea of, you know, really living logically, thinking through some of the things that you do. And I think what happens in, in our society, in our culture today, you know, we live in such a fast paced world that a lot of times people are just involved in the process of intake. 
they're not really involved in the process of just you know intentional con- intake yeah you know, contemplating or thinking or whatever it may be and so what happens is by intake I, I don't necessarily even mean food I'm just talking about everything absolutely you know you drive down the road and you got billboards you got a tweet on your phone you got Facebook you got the internet you got this news article you got you know I mean radio in your car I mean there's so much noise in absolutely. our life and we're gonna talk later folks a little bit about the idea of uh, those seven steps to vibrant health, and that's kind of one of those things she's going to touch on. You're not going to want to miss that. Again, at any point in time, if you missed the first segment of the show or uh, you want to hear any of the other shows that we've had in the past, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com and then just click on the Wealth and Health Show. If you want to join the conversation, I'm going to encourage you to reach out and join the conversation. Send us a tweet to at leanonthewall and tell us your health story, what you found that's worked well and what has not. And I wanted to dive in a little bit more, Linda, to the idea of organics, because, again, that is such a big thing today. You know, I was talking with a gentleman a little while back, and he was in the produce business, and he was talking about the difference of organics or not. How is that regulated? How isn't it regulated? And, you know, really, you know, what keeps the farmer from slapping an organic sticker on their produce and making two, three times the money? I know there's processes, but this guy's actually going to the farm and distributing things. So what are some ways, even though we can't prevent everything— what are some ways and some things that people should be looking at to say, okay, I don't want to get too caught up in the hype of a trend, but I do want to really be thinking about and logically thinking about what I'm eating in my body, as you mentioned, which is going to create a difference and change in feeling better. What should people be looking for? So one of the things that it's a very easy way to save on purchasing organics is looking at things that you would or could eat or not eat the skin on. For example... Things that I don't look at that need to be organic would be an orange, it would be lemons, grapefruit, avocado, bananas. So you're saying they don't need to be organic. They don't need to be organic because if you think about it, that produce has its own protective covering mm-hmm. that it's not going to allow you know, rodents and pests to you know, invade its inner core. When someone says, oh, I bought a conventionally grown apple and I'm now cleaning it with this fruit cleaner, mm. why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You might as well wash it under chlorine tap Use water. some Windex instead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because really, it's, yeah. it's really not, I'm not saying that the, mm. the fruit- It becomes part of its cellular structure. It is. And then you're yeah, ingesting it's, it. It's exactly, it's in the integrity of that fruit. So mm-hmm. what is the purpose of that? You're far better off spending, maybe it's 20 cents extra for that apple, but just knowing that on a cellular level, the body can easily break down you know, something that's not sprayed with pesticides and chemicals. Mm-hmm. Well, and before we switched organic, you used, my husband used to never eat apples because mm-hmm. you, you would get irritated on your gums, right? I would, and then, yeah. And then yeah. we switched to organic and you eat apples. You yeah. don't have any problem. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed right away, folks, is, and I don't know if you've experienced this, you're out there listening to this and you've had the same experience, but I would eat an apple and eating the apple, you know, again, my gums, they just itch. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. almost, and just get really irritated, whatever. But again, switching organic, as Sammy said, it made a much bigger difference. And that's why, right? Because it's, uh, the structure's changed. Absolutely. Well, most likely the pesticide residue or something like that, right? Exactly. I mean, the body has to break it down. I mean, if you put something on your skin, if you put sunscreen on your skin, mm. your body has to absorb that. Is mm-hmm. it something that you would put into your mouth? Would you eat sunscreen? That's true. And mm-hmm. if you wouldn't, yeah. then you should consider it's not something I should put into my body. It's, yeah. Pesticides is the same thing. Are you going to put that pesticide chemical on your skin if you are? Great. I don't know if you've ever seen those pictures, but of the people wearing the hazmat suits spraying the tomatoes. Yes. I, I mean, have. that's just scary. It's very scary. Yeah. Yeah. If you cannot ingest it, then you should not. It has no no place, you know, anywhere around you. If it, that was the only toxic ingredient that you were putting in your body, no big deal. But the reality of it is we're ingesting, digesting 
uh, chemicals all day long. Yeah. So if that chemical, if that- and you're saying this really taxes the liver. It does. If you're choosing not to do organic. Exactly. So we have four channels of elimination. I saw in a, an article recently that said, oh, the lymphatics and the liver are also a channel of elimination. Technically, they're really not mm. because it's a vehicle for the body to flow toxins through, but it's not a, it's an not doing eliminative. Clean it. Exactly. Okay. So you have four channels of elimination. You have your lungs, you have your skin, you have your colon, and you have your kidneys. So if one or all of those have to work harder to move things through the body via the lymphatic system or the liver, then you're going to not feel well. Your immune system is going to be under attack. You're going to be, we're exposed to germs every day. I mean, I'm sitting at a desk and just putting my hand on this desk. There's millions of germs that my hand is touching. And if I happen to touch my eye and my immune system is wavering, Hmm. then the chances of me absorbing whatever the germs are there are highly likely. You saying we have germs? Everybody has germs. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hopefully you're not a germaphobe. No, but no, if no, your immune no. system isn't already taxed by trying to process all these yeah. chemicals, it's going to be healthier to fight off colds, to fight off flus, and to fight off any other infections, bacteria, yeah. whatnot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're all under attack. I mean, mentally, you could have the worst emotional day ever. And you notice it's very interesting when someone goes, oh, I feel like I have the flu. Two days ago, my body was aching. My throat was hurting. What happened two days mm. ago? Oh, I got the worst news ever. Something happened in my family. That stressor. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I studied in school. It's very interesting how the body works on all levels. It's not just the fast foods we eat. It's not just mm. the the toxic drinks that we drink. It's mm. our thoughts. Everything. Soul, mind, eat, and strength. Drink, Everything think. all added, added together. You know, it's interesting. You guys mentioned about giving the body a chance to be able to focus on something. And I was meeting with a gentleman this morning. He's, he's involved in a startup. And uh, it's actually beyond a startup, pretty large company. And we do business coaching. I was coaching and sharing some thoughts, and we were talking about the idea of sprint recover. This is a technique that I've learned a long time ago from Darren Hardy from Success I Magazine. Think I think I used that. that during labor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably did. Ooh, that's way out in right field, not our left field or somewhere. That's Definitely tiring. not in center. But anyways, just the idea of you know how we can become. You know, a lot of people will be in a situation where everybody gets twenty four hours in a day, right? So. Right. Why is it that some people in 24 hours can own several companies, be all over the place, be ultra successful, and other people are just trying to keep a day job? Mm -hmm. And the reason is, is because of absolute focus, and they realize that the times that they're focusing on certain things, that means they're going to shut the rest of the world off so they can focus specifically on the task at hand. Not answering emails. Right. Mm -hmm. And and what you're speaking to, I think what you're saying here is, is when we are in a situation where we don't purposefully give our bodies, or maybe accidentally without thinking about it, give our bodies things that they have to figure out how to work off. Right. They can focus on any diseases or any things that come to us that are problems. And I think that's what we're hearing you say. And well, folks... Stick around. Next segment, we're going to come back and continue these thoughts as well as others you're not going to want to miss. Hang around. We'll be back in just a few. Hey, folks. It's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization 
that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're joined here again in studio live by Linda Butler. She uh, has a degree in naturopathic medicine and also a degree in nutrition. She's the owner of Blend Bistro in Florida and, and soon to be in other parts of the country. She's also the owner of Vibrant Body Health, and you can go check her out at VibrantBodyHealth.com. She has consulted and aided in the process of helping many folks over the years change their lifestyles, become healthy, and really just live in a way that feels better naturally. So we're also joined today with my wife, Samantha. She's here in studio just sharing and aiding thoughts as well. And so we wanted to talk about this idea that you've been listening, if you've been listening so far. And by the way, if you missed the two first segments of the show, great stuff on living healthy. You're going to want to go back and check that out at some point in time at your convenience. Go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com, just like you're leaning on a wall. And uh, click on the Wealth and Health Show, and you'll be able to listen to the previous segments as well as any other shows that may be of interest. And we're talking this segment a little bit more. We want to kind of make it simple for folks, right, that are listening out there. And we wanted to kind of give you some steps. And, Linda, that was the goal here is kind of give folks some steps that they can take and some just practical things that they can do, some things they should be aware of to live healthy, start that process. Because, you know, most people aren't just going to pull 180. Right. They're not going to go from where they are today. I mean, some people will. Right. And oftentimes, if people are, are presented with a life-threatening situation, that's cause for pulling a 180. But mm-hmm. most of the time, you know, like the old frog in the pot, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen that way. It's a slow, gradual process. So mm-hmm. how can we put ourselves in a place? How can folks put themselves in a place where they can start the process of turning this unhealthy ship that maybe they're in right now? So when I first started my practice several years ago, There are three things that I learned. One is that people do not want to take the bad stuff out of their diet. So adding one good thing Mm. is very, very important. So there is a drink that I have created just listening. That's all I do is I do a lot of listening to what my clients, what will work for them, what's going to be so simple. Everybody wants a quick I love that. So don't worry about, don't focus on taking out the bad. Just add the good. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. So one of the things that's so important, this is important to write down, to commit to memory, to put it you know, like something you're looking at every day so that you remember is we need protein, we need fat, we need fiber. Mm. Of course, there's a million other things we need. But if you look at your meal, whatever you're eating, that it needs to have a quality protein, a quality fat and a quality fiber. And I can go into that in a couple of minutes. So later. instead of instead of BFF, it's, it's PFF, PFF, right? Yes. <laughs> is that more why okay. you describe yourself as a plant-based eater than a vegan? Because you need those fats and you need all those proteins? Well, or? kind of. It's just that vegan has such a negative connotation in today's world that if you say, I'm a plant-based eater, you know, when I'm visiting my customers at the restaurant, I'm like, how was your food? And they say, oh, it was outstanding, delicious. I especially like this or that. Can this be made, you know, vegan or vegetarian? And I said, yeah. And then they go, do you eat all this stuff? Or I'll say, oh, we have provolone stuffed meatballs. I've never tried these. However, we sell a lot of them. Why don't you try them? 
Well, because I'm a plant-based eater. Well, what is that? Yeah. If I said I was a vegan, it's off-putting to a lot of people. Yeah. I want people to ask. I want people to go, well, what is that? I mean, that's the whole reason I sell steak salads at my restaurant. The salads are amazing. The steak is good, I guess. I don't know because I haven't ever tried it. But opening somebody's mind mm -hmm. to the possibilities of what else is out there, maybe this person is a true carnivore. They come in, they're like, I just love meat. I have never tried a good salad. Now their eyes are open. They can never look back. They go, mm. you know what? I had this amazing salad. What is this? I go, well, let's see. You have some avocado in here, which is your quality fat. You have a fiber, which is your dark leafy greens. And you have a protein. You know, in my humble opinion, I can't say that, you know, steak is a quality protein, but it's a protein. You're starting somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. You know, what so what's, are, a, what's a quality protein? So a quality protein would be something like hemp seed, chia seed. It would be any of your raw nuts. Optimally, mm -hmm. if they were soaked, that would be your best bet because- mm, What does soaking do? So what soaking does is it releases the enzyme inhibitor for better digestion. Most people have digestive issues. So the, the more we can do about helping the body to heal and repair, the much better off that you know we're gonna be on a cellular level. So and when you say, not to interject there real quick, Linda, but when you said soaking, is that just in water? Soaking uh, in water. water or, At room yeah. temperature, refrigerator. So what I do is, because I have a lot of things going on. I mean, I have four different businesses going on right now. Trust me. The last thing I have to think about is, I wonder how long I've soaked these nuts and what the heck are they doing? I'm not thinking about that, right? You're probably the same way, Michael, <laughs> and I bet you are, Samantha, with your four Keep children. it simple. Exactly. Keep it simple, right? Keep, keep it simple. Well, busy, you know, life is busy. You got kids, you got jobs, you got businesses. She has you got four stuff. children, by the way. Yeah, I, I know, yeah, yeah. She's... She's rocking it out too. Ours yeah. are a little bit younger, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So put it, I put them in the refrigerator. I okay. soak them overnight. It's so easy to make a nut milk that way. Mm. You just take, you know, one cup of soaked nuts that's in the refrigerator overnight, add four cups of water, put it in your Vitamix, put it on medium setting for three minutes. What, what is, what is Vitamix? A Vitamix. So you have to go to vibrantbodyhealth.com. Mm -hmm. We have that link there. I probably sell Vitamix for less expensive than anybody else. And, mm. You know, I donate, you know, the proceeds of, you know, what's given to me to various organizations. There's mm -hmm. a new organization in our area that's, you know, Palm Beach Gardens Youth Association. For me, it's all about kids. When you can mm -hmm. reach a child at a young age, mm -hmm. then the rest of it makes sense for them the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. When mm -hmm. you help a kid open a bank account when they're, you know, five or six years old, right? Yeah. Then they understand the value of money. They understand, okay, here's saving, yeah. here's spending, and they get it. So when they're older, it's not like a foreign language. Yeah. It's that Proverbs 22, six, and it's, you know, bring up a child the way mm. they should go. When they're older, they will not detour from that. Mm. Mm -hmm. They may not have the words exactly, but if you read the Bible verse, that's exactly what it talks mm. about. It's, it's in anything. It's, you know, even in the food, mm. you know, when kids and their parents come to our restaurant and the parents, I'm like, oh, it's so good to see you back again. Well, my eight-year-old son here said that we should go to the blend tonight wow. to eat. That's, I, that's awesome. exciting. That's yeah. so cool. They, it's like they get a little segment of what it is we're trying to accomplish. Well, and I, th I think that's important because, you know, so often since life can be busy, you know, you're, you're in a situation where, you know, maybe you don't eat as healthy even with your children. You know, it's, they make it, you know, they make it really easy. You go to the store and they got these little snack packs and they got these little things you just pick up and they just have a variety of different things in them. And it's, you know, it's easy and it's simple. Because, you know, if your kids are younger, or if they're older, depending on what they're doing, you know, you got you got sports, you got games to go to, you got to go here and there. But, you know, so that's why, folks, we wanted to talk about simple, easy ways to be healthy. You know, what's interesting is, according to the CDC, 30% of children aged 2 to 19 are considered overweight. Mm. 
uh, and obese, 30%. So that's three out of every 10 children are, are overweight or obese. And, you know, as you mentioned, is kind of preparing the child for the future. You know, that child is in growth mode, right? Their body's growing, their brain's going, things are developing. And we're in a situation where we want to be putting healthy things in, not only to our bodies, but also to their bodies, because, you know, we're aiding in that growth process. And, you know, I think sometimes when you see kids as they get older, you know, broken bones and this and that and all these other things. And I think probably a lot of that has to do with yeah, eating so unhealthy. There's so many injuries in yeah. children right now, it seems. Yeah, there is. And I mean, a lot of those are actually emotional injuries mm. that mm. show up in the physical body, which might be a whole other topic of conversation. But it's interesting because, you know, the cell needs to be nourished physically through food as well. So we talked about eating healthy. Let's continue on that. We talked about fat protein, fiber. You know, a lot of people say avoid fat, avoid fat, fat-free. Fat, if that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing. So protein, fat, fiber. Folks, she mentioned about the idea of hemp seed, chia seed, or soaked different types of nuts and that sort of thing, avocado for the fat. We talked about the idea of dark leafy greens. So dark leafy greens for the fiber. What are some other things that people should be mindful of in mm -hmm. the process of eating healthy? Just, you know, kind of regular, simple daily routines. Mm -hmm. So breakfast in my humble opinion, is not your most important meal. Mm. Oh, I know that's a huge statement to say because there's, you know, billions and billions of dollars, you know, every year that's spent on, you know, the breakfast cereals and the milk. But marketing. Exactly, but right. exactly, that's what you do. You have to consider the marketing and who's making the money on that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what I like to look at is logically how things work. How do things logically work in the body? And people can ask themselves that and say, yeah, this makes sense, it doesn't make sense. When you wake up from eight hours of a hard, workout or basically your body is going through a hard workout at night. It's going through a healing process at night, a major healing process. So what we take in during the day, whether it's thoughts, whether it's water, whether it's soda, whatever foods we're taking in, it's using that. I always say Fritos, Cheetos, and Doritos that we eat during the day. Mm. How is the body going to process that? Mm -hmm. Not very well. When people wake up and they have leg cramps, which is definitely a sign of a mineral deficiency, mm. you know, not only does the body need more minerals, but what is depleting minerals? So mm. on an emotional level, what stressful things have gone on during that day that is zapped minerals out of the body? What acidic drinks are being consumed? Is it a soda? Is it coffee? Those are very acidic drinks. Doesn't mean you can't drink those. It's just that these are their effects. In if, moderation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And have you been doing a juice? Mm. Juicing is so awesome. You only need 10 ounces of a juice to have amazing effects mm. of that nutrition and and uh, juicing in season like you talked about last time absolutely and it's, right? people go oh it's so much work so much work compared to what i mean mm. sitting at a doctor's office getting an infusion of chemotherapy yeah. i mean yeah. i don't know that's what i look at is mm -hmm. you know what a big picture what are the trade-offs exactly yeah. where yeah. do you want to be spending your life do you want to be spending it in a wheelchair do you want to be spending hooked up to you know some machine that's keeping you alive or do you want to just take 10 15 minutes out of your morning to prepare 32 ounces of juice or 30 ounces of juice that you consume, you know, morning, right before lunch, right before dinner, you know, in, in segmented amounts throughout the day. And that helps aid with those fresh enzymes because it's a raw exactly. fruit. It's help aiding your digestion of whatever you're eating afterwards. Absolutely. The body has two main categories of, you know, energy that it puts out. It's either digesting or it's healing and repairing. Those are the two things that are going on. So when a person is very, very sick, like if someone comes to me and says, hey, my friend has this disease, you fill in any blank, fill in the blank of any disease you fit in there, what should they be doing? Oh, there's a million thoughts that come to my mind. But one of the very first things is this person should not be eating anything because eating involves digestion. 
what they really need to be doing is juicing or blending mm. or having something so kind of pre-digested food even exactly so the body is putting its the least amount of energy into mm, digesting the food exactly yeah so, so it goes right into the bloodstream the body you know assimilates all those nutrients it brings it to the you know the correct organs tissues and glands and then the body exports what it doesn't need through the skin through the lungs through the kidneys through the mm. colon mm. so cool it's really exciting talking about health i mean because it's really so it's such simple steps that people in a very short amount of time can get so to instead health. of breakfast what is this special water elixir that you put together yeah. for yourself Yes, yeah, so um, definitely take notes on this because there's a few ingredients, but they are life-changing. So remember I was talking about the protein, the fat, and the fiber. Mm -hmm. So it's a 32-ounce, and before you go, oh my gosh, that's a lot of whatever it is you're going to tell me in 32 ounces. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it is, but you know it's what? Not, it's not the big gulp at 7-Eleven, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever done it? Exactly. Can you do a big gulp? If you can, then no, this is nothing. No, I can't. No, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I can't do a big gulp. So this is not a bladder that's buster. That's a medium at yes. McDonald's, yeah, 32 yeah. ounces. <laughs> okay, so there. So you, Samantha, thank I, you for I sharing I don't know that. that for sure. I can't. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> so what this is, it's a 32-ounce warm water. So what I suggest people to do is go to your local grocery store or a place that has those glass canning jars. For mm -hmm. me, that's worked okay. for years and years. Michael it's, makes fun of my mason ball yes. addiction. That's what yeah. it is. She's got jars My mason jars. Yes. Yeah. That's a good addiction to yeah. have. Okay. So, and in addition to that, and you can Linda find... approved. Yes. In addition to that, you can find out more information on my website about glass straws. I love glass, glass straws. It sounds yes. dangerous. No, it's... What is dangerous are plastic straws. Okay. Glass are amazing. <laughs> and they're fun. You want this to be fun. You know, one of my little icons that I have on my on Facebook, it's Vibrant Body Health. And it's this little vibrant girl and she's a little detective and she has, you know, a little I have seen glass. That. Yeah. And somebody was saying to me recently, why do you have that girl on there? Isn't health serious? I go, no, it's not. It needs to be fun. If it's yeah. fun, people are going to do it, right? Yep. Yep. So 32 ounces of warm water. That's what you start out with. Just put it in a, in a saucepan, heat it for two to three minutes until it's warm to the touch, something you would give to a baby. Okay. Then what you're going to do is you're going to add the following ingredients. You're going to start with a teaspoon of coconut oil. Now the solidified or like fractionated or? Uh, solidified, it needs to be unrefined. Okay. It doesn't have to be organic. All right. So you're going to start with a teaspoon. Trust me, more is not better. Mm. More is coconut oil creates a Herxheimer effect in the body. So it, it'll actually, if you take too much in, you will feel like you have the flu. You will not feel wow. well. And mm. you might gag. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. exactly. Well, when you put it in the warm water, it immediately melts. Okay. Then to that, you're going to add one to two tablespoons of raw apple cider vinegar. Mm. I really like Bragg's mm -hmm. apple cider vinegar. You could make your own, but I With mean, Bragg's, mother. yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Then I do a half a teaspoon of turmeric and sometimes I'll juice turmeric or sometimes I'll just get it in powder form. Whatever is the cleanest, just look for clean ingredient turmeric. Then I do a half a teaspoon of cinnamon. So these measurements are not exact, but I will tell you something. If cinnamon is not your favorite thing, cut it down to an eighth of a teaspoon until your body can better take it in, you know, so you feel good about taking it in. Cinnamon is excellent for regulating blood sugar. So it's a very important part of this drink. Then I do a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Again, if it's too spicy, cut it down. Then you're going to do a teaspoon to a tablespoon of raw unheated honey. So look for your local beekeeper. Really, when we're mm. taking in honey, it's really important to take something in that's local not something from Canada or from another part of the world. And some people have even found relief from allergies by taking local honey. Absolutely, mm -hmm. okay. absolutely. So yeah, your body is, is going to best absorb it if it's local honey, raw, unheated honey. 
then you're going to get one of those little coffee grinders and uh, grind three tablespoons of flaxseed. It needs to be raw flaxseed. It can be whatever color or whatever kind, but it needs to be raw. And then I do two tablespoons of either sunflower seeds that are raw or raw pumpkin seeds. You could do other seeds, but these work the best, I feel. And remember what I was saying, you know, you want to be switching out your diet. You want to be mm. switching out ingredients. So definitely don't do sunflower seeds for a whole month. Switch. Mix it up. Exactly. Yeah, it okay. keeps, keeps your body exactly. in tune and getting checked and ready to go. And so, folks, if you missed all that, I want to encourage you to go back and, and rewind that, listen to that. You can go to leanonthewall.com and listen to that end of that segment there to get those special ingredients for that. We'll call it Linda's the water. water <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. But uh, we got to run to a commercial break here. But next segment, we're going to come back. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to talk about the seven steps to vibrant body health. It's going to be a great segment. Hang tight. We'll be back right after this. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. Again, we're joined today by Linda Butler. She is a naturopathic medicine and nutrition uh, degree. She Actually, she has a degree in both of those things. And my wife, Samantha, uh, she's joined us also a kind of advocate for healthy living. Now, Linda is uh, online. You can visit her at VibrantBodyHealth.com. And she's also the owner of Blend Bistro downtown at the Gardens. Obviously, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're, we're here today just talking about the idea of really living healthy and the benefits of that to, the, to your body and just health and energy and everything. So last show or last segment, I guess, we were talking about um, your special water drink, and we were kind of running close to time there. Linda's morning water elixir. Yeah, there you go. So tell us real quick, just for folks that may have missed that. By the way, folks, at any time, if you want to join the conversation of your health tips, what you've seen, what's worked, or if you have questions for Linda, whatever, and we'll make sure she gets those. Send us a tweet to at lean on the wall. Again, at lean on the wall. But for folks that may have missed it, can you run down through quick uh, the ingredients of that water, quick ingredients for your water, and then how people should drink it and that sort of thing? Okay. So you start with 32 ounces of warm water. You want to heat that water for two, no more than three minutes till it's warm to the touch, like something you would give to a baby. And you're going to start with a teaspoon of coconut oil. You can gradually increase to a tablespoon, but start with a teaspoon. You're going to do one to two tablespoons of raw apple cider vinegar. So that's going to be Bragg's apple cider vinegar, something you're going to find on the store shelves. So you're going to do half a teaspoon of turmeric. You can either juice the turmeric and add it to the drink. Probably what's easiest is just do powder form, a quality powder form of the turmeric. You're going to do a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper and then a half a teaspoon of cinnamon. You could do a quarter teaspoon to a half a teaspoon of cinnamon. And then a teaspoon of the raw unheated honey. It needs to be local honey. Three tablespoons of ground flax seed and two tablespoons of either sunflower seeds that are raw or pumpkin seeds that are raw. So what I do is as the water's heating, I'm adding the, I'm uh, 
in my little coffee grinder, I'm adding the flax seed, either sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds. And I also add a tablespoon of chia seed in there. I blend that. I put that in that little coffee grinder. So once you have all those ingredients, just add them all in with the warm water in the 32 ounce glass mason canning jar. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yes, I know it sounds ridiculous, but try it. I promise you it's the easiest way. It's all measured out mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is a glass straw. I love glass straws. You can find a link about glass straw and why glass straws on our website, vibrantbodyhealth.com. Definitely going to look into that because I'm yes. very suspicious yeah. of drinking from a glass straw. Yeah. <laughs> so this, cool. this is definitely, it's a little bit of a, it's like a thin porridge elixir. Mm. Um, it's warm. It's perfect for what you're going to start off with. That really needs to be your breakfast of choice in the morning. Mm. No matter what else you do after that, this is where it needs to start. So back to what I was saying before, it has quality protein. So it has, you know, nuts, it has flax seeds, it has fiber, nuts, flax seeds, and it has your fat, it has your coconut oil. So you will feel full for hours by doing this drink. So people say, what if this, what if that? Just try it just like this. Just make it like this, see what happens. I think you'll be amazed and excited. Oh, one more thing you wanna add in there is cut a lemon in half. You can either add a half to a full you know, juice of a lemon. It really makes a difference. And uh, there is one final ingredient pink Himalayan salt. It has all your minerals. Like mm. a pinch? A pinch of pink okay. Himalayan salt. And you can actually find pink Himalayan salt on my website. It's one of the products that I promote in my kit. It's, uh, you know, Do you have this all in a kit that somebody could just go and I just say they want to buy the uh, water? What, what's it called? If those out there, they say, you know, I don't want to go and try and find this and try and buy that. No. You know, like, like me, as an example, I would say, okay, you got to kit all this stuff. Great. Let me know. I'll go to the site, buy the kit, mm -hmm. download it. Mm -hmm. Or not download it, but you know, purchase it. You have everything there together. Yeah. So that's all in it. What's it called? It's called the Vibrant Body Health Kit. Okay. That's what it is. It's a foundational kit because it's the foundation of your life. Yep. And that's going to be just everything you need to make the water you just mentioned. Well, that has other products in it. It has okay. five other products, but the pink Himalayan salt is what you're going to start this your day with within this warm water. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. So, folks, when you're listening to this show, and if you know the big key really if every, and everything that we do, and we're kind of running out to the end of the end of the hour here so we got to cut it off but you know obviously the goal of, of everything we want to share not only from the wealth to the health side of life is just the idea of being intentional with our living you know being paying attention as we go through life and i think the more we pay attention the more value that we can add the better benefits that we see the healthier we live there's a quote here that i was looking at that was interesting it says you can't buy health you must earn it through healthy living and, you know, folks, a lot of times because we get lazy, it can be easy to let go of some of the things that really matter for us. You know, often we end up focusing on other things and get involved in, you know, I don't know, whatever that doesn't aid in really us living healthy and, and propel us for, you know, benefits of our health and wealth and all these sorts of things. So we want to challenge you and encourage you this week to check out vibrantbodyhealth.com and the idea there is not necessarily to sell a product or whatever but to really look at how can you improve your life and maybe there's some things you're already doing that are really great but maybe there's some things you need to change improve and pick up and i like what you said linda i think we'll leave it with this it's not about necessarily taking away but it's about looking to add one or maybe two good things into your current situation and by adding one or two good things into your life on a repetitive basis eventually there won't be enough room for the bad things to enter in right exactly. so that's that's really creating the good news that momentum and yeah creating momentum seeing some wins feeling good and all that well linda thanks for joining us today yes thank you very much for having me here it's been a 
an honor and a pleasure. Yeah, and Sammy, thanks for joining us as well. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, folks, that wraps it up for another edition of the Wealth and Health Show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you missed the first couple segments or you want to listen to any other shows, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com, and click on the Wealth and Health Show. And until next week, here's to healthy living, and have a great one. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Information provided during the Wealth and Health Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351.